Hello. Hello, Merlin. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. You sound quite alert and awake today. I do. I sound alert? Yes. Huh. Huh. Well, that, that's, you're, not, uh, you're not feeling it? It's improbable. No, yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, I got, you know, I got stuff to do in the morning, so I wake up a little bit. Yeah, you're up early in that day out there. Um, what do you have, like five? Oh, no. No, not if I can help it. Yeah. Um, it varies, but usually by like six or 6.30. I find that one of the reasons I've done, I've talked to a doctor about this, not, not, it wasn't. I didn't go to the doctor to talk about this. Let's be, let's mm-hmm. be clear. But I, I asked. You're on a bus with a doctor. <laughs> I asked a doctor because <laughs> they were wearing a white coat and had a stethoscope around their neck, like all doctors. I mean, yeah, and they were sleep, they were sleeping over. And I'm Robert know, Doctor Man. I wanted to talk. No, I asked them. Uh, you know, because I was talking. So I find that some mornings I'll wake up. Early, earlier than I want to be awake. You know, for mm-hmm. me, waking up right around my alarm time, that's good. Uh, waking up an hour before that, not good. So I was talking to the doctor about that. This is a, a while back. And she suggested that it could be due to a low blood sugar kind of a thing. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, of course, you know, you eat. And after you eat, if you go long enough, uh, in some people... They can get low blood sugar, which I guess is related to hypoglycemia in some way. And I'm, I'm, I don't understand. <laughs> my ex, my ex used to say to me, "I'd say I need to eat. I'm hypoglycemic." She said, "You're not hypoglycemic. You're just impatient. Just yeah, you're so. just cranky, which is also the other <laughs> non-medical term for it." <laughs> the doctors don't have a test for that. That's right. But I this I, is taking too <clears throat> long. <laughs> Service. Uh, but I, I, uh, I speak with your manager. I, I would sometimes find that I would wake up at like five fifteen or five thirty, and and you sometimes I could fall back to sleep, but not always. And if I was, it wasn't good. And what her suggestion was, she said, try having a snack at night at like nine or nine thirty. And I said, That's, hang on, I, I must be here. The, you're the reason you're waking up early. This was is her because her theory that this is why it could you happen. Might, it might be because you had low blood sugar overnight. Right. That, that through the night as your digestion process happens, that eventually you would run out of food for your body and you could potentially, this could wake you up, I guess. And, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't believe doctors or anything that they say or do. They're the worst. They're horrible. And so I, I said, well, but at the very least, I could, I could test this. I could test it. It's easy enough to test. I could have a snack because I'm not really like, I'm not a snacker. I don't really snack. I don't usually have in between meals. I don't snack on things. It's just not, not a thing that I've ever really done. I don't really. I'm the same way. I'm the same really? way. I like a meal. I like a meal. I like My a family, meal too. I live, in a, I live in a house of snackers. Really? Title. But no, yeah, it's a, it's a real point. Of, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's no, a real this point is valuable. Yeah. And, and both, both of my um, hmm, housemates, they snack right up to the minute like dinner served. They're snacking. Yeah, they snack all the time. They're snacking. They're snacking. They're stone cold Mid-morning snacking. snack, mid-afternoon snack. Dinner's being put on a plate snack. <laughs> yeah. When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. Can you make me noodles? You know what? I am making you noodles for dinner. Well, can I have noodles before the noodles? No. 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 I made a steak. It's in sous vide. It took me four hours to make dinner tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, so anyway, what, what, was she, your, what was the nature of your uh, <clears throat> controlled experiment? What'd you do? Well, I, I decided that I would try having a snack and seeing if it made a difference, despite the fact that I didn't want to have the snack and that I wasn't hungry and that I don't like snacks. 
Mm. Uh, so I tried a variety of different things, but the, the point was to have some protein and or fat and a little bit of carbs and see how that works. And damn it, it works. Um, mm. Almost a, every time that I tried it, I found that I slept, seems like I slept better and I 1000% slept longer when I have a snack. And the later that I have the snack, the better. So if I have a snack at 8.30, it's okay. If I have it at 9.30, yeah, now we're really talking. If I can even get it out till 10 o'clock, which I don't want to do because I'm not hungry. I don't want to eat. I'm not in the mood to eat. Uh, but if it's I do it, I sleep hunger better. Eating, it's more like maintenance eating. It's right. more like you know your body needs to to pack in some some kind of calories, even if it's like a high protein thing. I'm guessing you have probably a high protein snack. I try to, you know, I'll try to have something that's a little mix of protein and 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 carbs, maybe some, you know, avocado and maybe a piece of an apple or a banana or something. I don't know, but I find it makes it makes a difference. So I just wanted to share this with our with our audience. Also, I don't know what time most people eat dinner. I used to eat dinner closer to like seven or eight o'clock before I had kids. Now that I have kids, they they're eating five thirty or six, and I like to eat with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I feel like that's another uh, data point for people. If you're already having dinner at eight, eight or nine, and you're going to bed at eleven, you probably don't need to have a snack. But I think I think what was happening was that I was eating dinner so early and then not having anything. Yeah. For your, like your body's looking for something twelve to do hours overnight. or whatever. Yeah, you got to keep it occupied at you night. Get dietary ADD. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. For whatever it's worth. Yeah. Uh, I, I you know I've I've mentioned this. I, I'm a big sleep tracker, and I've mentioned this app before, but I'll mention it again because it's pretty germane to what we're talking about. If you're a person who sleeps with your watch on your Apple Watch, mm-hmm. the the um, forgive me for repeating myself, but. Um, I have a whole bunch of different apps to track sleep, but I think the one that I that I recommend to people um, is called Sleepwatch. It's at sleepwatchapp.com. And uh, there's a couple of reasons I like it. One, it's I don't know if it's exactly the most accurate. It has some of the things I like a lot. Most importantly, it tracks automatically, even if you take a nap. It, it notices a combination of stillness and heart rate and automatically tracks your sleep. You also have the ability to go in and edit it if you know that it got it wrong, which it does occasionally. But um, this is a pretty neat app um, because, you know, one of the things that it does is, like, you wake up in the morning and it gives you a little pop-up and says, here's how much you slept last night. And then the first cue you get is to say, how rested are you? Um, Are you, like, completely rested, slightly rested, not at all? And I have not seen the precise – I can't quantify that exactly, but I'll get to more in a second. You can also do stuff like say if it notices you had more sleep than usual or less sleep than usual, you can go in and click a little radio – not radio buttons, but check boxes to say, well, these are the conditions. Like I went to bed – I slept well because I went to bed early. I slept well because I avoided caffeine. I slept poorly because I'm in an unusual situation or I was awakened by an animal or something like that. Um <laughs> And I, I, I don't know exactly what the secret sauce for this is, but when you get the premium um, in-app upgrade for this, one of the things it gives you is – it's not sleep number. I think that's a copyrighted product. One of the things it gives you is a daily um, – a single daily number that indicates your quality of sleep called – I'm sorry. Give me just a second. Sleepwatch. Overall Sleepwatch score trademark. And I don't know exactly how this is derived, but I can tell you based on what they track and present that I think it is a combination of uh, the following factors. Because you can look up your scores on any of these. Your total amount of time you slept in hours. 
you're sleeping uh, HR. Ideally, you want your heart rate to go down while you're sleeping. Uh, the total amount of what it calculated as restful sleep in hours. The estimated restful sleep as a percentage. Uh, sleeping HR dip. Like what percentage did you dip off your uh, waking heart rate? Um, and a very interesting one that I think figures pretty prominently is sleep rhythm, which is the idea that you go to bed at roughly the time, same time and get up at roughly the same time. Mm-hmm. And then your overall, as I say, when you have this, the in-app purchase, the premium version, you get the overall sleep watch score. I mention all of that because it's, it doesn't require you to do anything except keep your watch charged. If you sleep with your watch on, and like I say, this is an old suggestion, but you know, try charging your watch twice a day if you're using an Apple watch. Twice a day for like an hour and you're good to wear it all the time. So if you're taking a shower or watching TV at, at night, you could charge it before bed. Um, anyway, I thought that was real interesting because, like I say, it, it, it kind of makes sleep into a video game. And you get to see how your progress is going. It really encourages you to get better about that um, sleep rhythm, like getting to bed at the same time, waking up yeah. at the same time. Yeah, that's hard. That's, um, that can be hard, especially, I mean, there's people who... You know, they'll sleep in a lot on the weekends, uh, and then they'll, they'll shift back and in there. So, oh, Mondays are so hard to wake up in the morning. And I think a lot of that really just comes from getting off that schedule. Cause I know on the weekends, yeah. I might stay up an hour later than usual. And then that Monday morning is like really tough. I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. And there's a, there's a handful of turns outs to this. As somebody who's been using apps like this for a couple of years now, um, I mean, one, one, uh, one interesting turns out is that, just because I slept a lot longer doesn't mean I necessarily slept that much better. So being able to like be forcing myself to consciously say like, how well did I think I slept last night? Other apps, you can go in and like give it a number from one to 10. You can have tags and that kind of stuff. I haven't gone that far, but that's one of the turns outs is that in some cases I actually feel more rested with six and a half or seven hours of sleep than I do with nine. With hours nine. Sleep. Yeah. 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 I can't exactly explain it. Ditto for naps. Sometimes a 20 minute nap feels great. Sometimes a 60 minute nap feels great. But, and then there are other times when like, you know, just for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. But, uh, and then apps like exist.io, if you plug it in with, uh, your, whatever your sleep tracker is and it's, it works with exist.io, exist.io will give you a, um, heads up for stuff like, okay, just so you know, sun, in my case, Sunday is usually my worst night of sleep, Sunday night into Monday morning. And it reminds you like, Hey, try and get good sleep tonight because this is usually your worst night. Ah, I like that. It also give you prompts like you usually have more steps by this, by this, uh, time like you, this is your least, active day of the week, stuff like that. And I don't know, I guess I just feel like that stuff, uh, the, hmm, it's kind of a mental, it's a mental trick in some ways where I, I, I don't know if that's making me better at it, but I do know that it's making me more conscious of it because I, I don't, I don't want to get a low, slow score. It makes me sad. So, um, again, not your kind of thing cause you're not so much an Apple watch guy, but, um, I think things like that are useful. Well, and, and this is what I wanted to ask you about is we didn't, you know, we haven't had a, much of a chance to talk about this, but I remember before the event uh, when Apple announced their new phones and new watch, I said, if they announce it, what what will you be getting? And you said, I, I think I'll be getting the watch. 100%. Did you get it? Well, here's what happened. <laughs> uh, as it happened, the, that particular, I think, Thursday night, all I had to do was stay up till midnight but then I was like, oh, man, even at 8 o'clock, I was like, man, I don't want to stay up till midnight. Yeah, it's sad. it sounds great, like, in theory, hours. right? Well, it's, you know, should be pretty easy, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just, I'll, I'll get up in the morning and order it, and I'm sure it'll be fine. And so I went to sleep. I, I, I woke up, uh, you know, for the gentleman's calling around 4 a.m. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I'm going to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Capture that, as you say. <laughs> I woke up for the gentleman's calling around 4 a.m. And I thought, ha, huh, now that I'm done with that, I should be a smarty pants. I did all the right things. I picked the watch that I wanted. I made it a favorite, right? Mm-hmm. The old trick. I go yeah. to the Apple store. I popped into the Apple store in, in the pitch darkness. I was like, ha ha, surely a mere four hours after the ordering time began, I'll be good to go. Nope. Um, estimated arrival October 12th to 19th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've just been sitting on it. I really, really want it because, like I say, my, my, my good Series 3 watch shattered. So I'm using a very, very old Series like one or two. Mm-hmm. And there's just a ton of stuff that it doesn't do. It doesn't do like the talking back to you that a Series 3 does. Right. It's super slow. I almost want to get a t-shirt that says, I'll tap you when I'm ready. I think that's, that's generally what my watch has to say that's to me. That's funny. I'll tap you when I'm ready. So, you know, I, I really, I really, really want it, but I'm also kind of of the mind of like, hmm, is there any sense in just waiting to see what's in stock on like Friday? You like go, go to the need, Apple store. Right. Yeah. Or like, yeah, exactly. Do it online for pickup or I don't know. I mean, I don't needy McNeed it. But, like, uh, I, I am one of those weirdos that does actually really like the Apple Watch. And, you know, the truth is, I think the um, Series 3, this is not an essential item. Like, I, I'm, this is such a first-world thing. I'm not complaining. Um, but, I mean, on the one hand, good for Apple. I think the interest in this was higher probably than most people expected. I think, there are, first of all, it is a truly very good upgrade to the Series 4. And second, I think there's a lot of people with a 0 or a 1 Series that are, like, very ready to upgrade it. Um, but you know, uh, you know the just a little bit of tech talk. I, I, the Series Three made it a very capable watch. Um, you know, having that uh, LTE functionality. Um, you know, now stuff like Overcast now has the ability you can send podcasts automatically send podcasts to your watch. You can listen with you know AirPods when you don't have your phone nearby, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, but you know, I I, I kind of feel like this is an important inflection point for the watch because it's it's now officially gotten. According to everything I've seen, anyway, it's officially gotten very good. Now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I want one, but I don't want to be a weirdo about it. Well, I was talking to my mom this morning about it, and she actually, you know, because she's she's sort of like she loves technology, she loves all of this stuff, but she she also just there's a part of her that just she'll decide she wants something and she'll just go get it. Uh, so like she bought an Apple Watch Series Three like a couple months ago. <laughs> Oh, that's what John's mom did. She didn't check in with me. She didn't ask. She said, oh, I got a new one. I'm like, oh, you know. I tried to talk her down. I tried to talk down John's mom. Really? She was like, no, no, no. I want the one with the red ring. And I want to get like, well, just so you know, they're going to announce new ones next month. And she's like, I'm going to get this one. Yeah. She loves it. But I was telling her about how the new one has, uh, you know, some cool features like with the whole, because she's, she has never fallen or anything like that. Knock on wood. But, you know, like that's like, she's getting older. So that's a concern, you know, like Mm -hmm. what if, what if I fall? I mean, I. I think everyone has that concern, <laughs> but, um, you know, I was telling her like the new ones have that and she's like, well, how does it work? And I told her and she's like, well, I want that. You know, the new, the old ones don't yeah, get it. I, I, said, I, want I, don't, that. I don't think the old ones get it. So what's so hard? You leave some lights on at night. Well, old man's got to go have his gentleman's calling. <laughs> that's, you leave that's a little right. Um, <clears throat> we have so many odds and sods. Did you, you didn't order anything, did you? No, I was, I am very tempted to, and I, I, Every time they come out with a new Apple Watch, I'm very tempted to get it. I, I'm even more tempted with this one because from the people that I know who 
I've seen it in person and from the reviews and things that I've read of it. Uh, and of course, n- nobody I think ha- is like received them yet, but mainly people who were in the hands-on area have been able to talk about this. One of the things that they said is that the the watch fits uh, more snugly. And I guess that the, whatever you call that sensor bump on the underside of the watch that sits against your wrist, that is what mm-hmm. is responsible for reading your biometric data, I guess that they've made that flatter and smaller. And that was one of my bigger complaints about the fit of the watch that made me not oh, interesting. love wearing it. What uh, band did you have? Do you have the sports band? I had a sports band and then I got the, there was a, I don't, I got fabrics, probably not the right the word, loop? but yeah, the one that, that was a, a Velcro strap ish sort of Velcro ish kind. I, that's what I have. And I love that. And that was I've got nice. that. that I've, got, I've got the sport. I got the Milanese and I've got the, um, sport loop and sport loops. My favorite. I like the Milanese loop. I think it's a clever piece of engineering, mm-hmm. but it's hard to get it exactly right and have it stay that way. Mm. Oh, that's but, a bummer. They used no, to right. have a, a right, link I mean, bracelet. Do they? St- I couldn't find the link bracelet when I was looking. Yeah, I think it's. I don't, see. I don't really under. I don't know, but I, yeah, it's definitely still available. They've 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 reduced the line. They don't have the fancy one anymore. Right. But if I, I was going to get one, I would probably. I I have owned both. I've owned the first two or th- maybe all three uh, of them. I returned one of them. I gave one to my mom, and then I I think i sold the first one so i don't currently have one but uh if if they had fixed a couple of those things it might be something that's you know i'm a big watch nerd and a mechanical yeah. watch fan but i definitely see a place for this even if it's to track sleep or workouts or things like that i'm not i i exercise a lot so it's not like i'm worried about tracking my steps in the day but i love some of the other things that that it non non-notification type things that it does that i think would be really interesting and um, I'm going to, like you, I think I'm going to go to the store when they are there and try them on and test them out and see, see how they fit and what they look like. And if, if I'm charmed by it, who knows, maybe I'll pick one up, but mm-hmm. are, do, is that, are yeah. you waiting to see, or is it, you just want to try? Well, I don't know. I'm not one of those people that does the whole, like a lot of, a lot of f- friends in the podcast world that will order several different things and then cancel lots of things. And I, I don't generally do that kind of thing. It makes me nervous to be talking about that kind of money yeah. for something that I, I'm not sure I can do anything with. Right. And I'm not good at returning things, right. if I'm honest with myself. So I just thought I'd wait and see what happens on Friday. Um, and if it shop shows up for availability. Because um, I, I have to, I don't know how quickly they can ramp up production, but I have to imagine, well, I think their worst nightmare is nobody buys it. I think their third worst nightmare is people want desperately to buy it, but we can't produce them fast enough. Yeah. And, you know, holidays are coming, so I, you know, I can make it for a few weeks. Sure. I didn't, I just wasn't sure there was that much benefit. Like right now, it's showing for the one I had stuck in my Bastic, they're saying, uh, October 16th to 23rd, which is not terrible. You know, it's just a month, but, but no, I, you know, I would say, I would say check it out, especially given the larger size now. Um, see how it feels to you. That's the interesting thing to me is that the screen on the smaller of the two watches, is bigger than the screen on the larger of the old series because of density and and the pixel right and they edges. actually if you measure screen availability edge to edge mm-hmm. it's larger than the small one and of course the big one's even bigger but what they're saying is that they're they've been able to do that without really increasing the size of the watch if i remember right it was 38 and 42 before and now it's 
40 and 44. I'm not looking at the page, so. but that mm-hmm. sounds right That's to right. me. And, uh, and so, you know, the watches that I have, again, we're talking about mechanical watches. The, the biggest one of those I have, I think, is an Omega, and I think that's a 42. So I'll be interested to see how these compare in size and weight and feel to what I'm used to wearing. Uh, because that's another thing, too, is, you know, it, it is, is matching up with that. And I, I couldn't find the link bracelet. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I couldn't find it when I was picking watches as options. And I'm, I'm wondering if they've either discontinued it or if it's only available separately, if you can't get the Apple Watch on it. Hmm. Um, Apple Watch. Yeah, I'm looking, looking. Bracelet. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing it there. I see it. It is being sold. But link bracelet. Yeah. 349 well, bucks for the link bracelet. Yikes. If you think that's high, look at the price of like a Rolex one. Forget it. It's it's Yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's not my tempo. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get why people do it, but... Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, as long as we're, we're doing our one out of eight episodes where we say nice things about Apple, <laughs> um, I, I think it's, I think it's really smart that they've somebody or some group there got smart about realizing so a couple things about this from early on. Number one, you know, that whole like using the button, that, that very special dedicated button for stuff like, you know, a little ring of T-Mobile like ring of people that you can click on. Like, yeah. That was not useful. They realized there were better uses for that to use it for the dock or whatever you call it. Um, realizing stuff like that, realizing that, you know, the app idea is still can be good, but is fairly narrow. Mm-hmm. I bet they've got usage statistics to show that like people, I'll bet very few people use apps much in an app. Uh, and that they've realized that the fitness tracking stuff is a, a big reason why people want this, that it needs that longer life. It needs to be more rugged. And I think they've been pretty good about that. I think so I mean, too. Yeah. It's also interesting. Like, you know, I was a little bit on the bubble this time about like, I've never had the fancy one. I always get the sports watch and yeah. I think I'm going to still get the sports watch cause it's pretty costly for the stainless steel. Plus supposedly the taptics are not as strong on those on the stainless steel ones. That's what they say. I can see that. I mean, the aluminum you would think is being a lighter metal and it would vibrate more easily, I would think. But I, yeah. I've had both. And the stainless one, to me, is – I think it's gorgeous. That's what people say. They're just like, I just want, I want the pretty one, and which yeah. I think is totally understandable. And most of the watches I have are, are stainless anyway. So, you know, maybe that's something I'm just – like a mental block that I have. But yeah. I'm looking yeah. at some articles here uh, that are saying – Apparently, this one is going back from March of last year, um, saying that there's the link. You can't get the link bracelet bundled with the watch. You can't buy it that way. And mm-hmm. then uh, just five days ago, um, there was a, a note here on 9 to 5 Mac. I'll put in the show notes that uh, that says that the link bracelets are being uh, – it appeared that they were being discontinued. But there is a direct link that you can get, but it's only for the um, the 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 older size ones. Um, oh right, right. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused about that. Like, there's one new one that old bands won't work on. Yeah, is I, don't, that right? I don't know. That's, I think it's confusing. Sometimes yeah. I just want to tell you. Sometimes when that train thing goes by, it, sorry, it's it, back. No, I like it. It sounds a little bit, a little bit. Like bowling pins getting knocked over. Oh, I can see that. Specifically in the yeah. scene of the Big Lebowski. That's your name, dude. And you hear the 
the pins go. Oh, right, 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 Every right. time I hear it, I think that for a second. That's interesting, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his stretches. Um, yeah. The other thing is, like, if you watch the pattern, at least so far, I think it's fair to say that each each new model of watch has introduced this is such a dumb thing to say they're getting better they're getting way more capable uh with each revision and i guess i feel like even if you keep it for two three four years i'm just not sure i'd want to put eight hundred dollars into something that a watch that i'm going to use for really for two years i know it believe me that's that's you know not that they're that much cheaper in aluminum but like I don't know. It's initially the thought was, "Whoa, you'll buy this uh, this gold watch for seventeen thousand dollars, and you'll be able to use it for however long." Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but like, <clears throat> like it it didn't have GPS, <laughs> right? Know, right. The original one. So, yeah, I'm, I, I struggle with that too. And the watches that I have, the mechanical watches, that you know, regardless of whether you spend two hundred bucks or thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, they'll they'll run forever and they'll do exactly what they do today in 50 years if you take care of them or 100 years, you know. And and that's always been a struggle for me too with, you know, I can justify getting a new computer every few years because it's something that I absolutely 1,000% require to to do what I do for a living, to make a living. It's it's the primary number one tool that I use next to this microphone I'm talking into that uh, that makes it possible for me to earn a living. And, and, you know, it's, it's a little easier to justify getting a a modern phone, but yeah, with the, with the watch thing, it, it gets tougher and tougher, um, to justify that, especially with, but the entry level one, the, the, the cheap ones are cheap enough that there's very little barrier for anybody, uh, who, who's into this kind of thing to justify getting one. I mean, I know people from all walks of life from, you know, cashiers to, uh, to to bankers who wear an Apple Watch and and they've done a really good job at keeping that older version around so that it could remain affordable for people who you know a couple hundred dollars is within reach of many professional people to to get so that's pretty cool. Would you suffer me just like three minutes of meta snark for just a minute? Yes, go ahead. Because I don't I don't like to be this particular way. I swear I don't. But like, well, you can switch it on and off. Turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, so during and after the keynote, I'm, I'm not posting on Twitter, but I'm back looking at political Twitter in particular. And there was like one guy in particular who I like and several people in general that were like, ma! In 2018, they go, ma! <laughs> yeah. $1,500 for a phone? Mm. I just want a phone that fits in my pocket. And my immediate thought is, well, if you want a phone, you want a phone that fits in your pocket, you can get one for free from your carrier. You could get two free from your character carrier. I mean, if, not to be a pill, if you just need a phone, you can go get a phone. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a powerful pocket computer. I can log into my Mac while I'm on a train from this device. I can I can use stuff like workflow and, and Siri to do like incredibly complex things. I can control the lights in my house. Can you do that with your phone? No, you can't. Like it's such a straw man. To I mean, at this point, I because I very much have felt this same way along the way. Well, especially like an Android phone comes out for however many hundreds of dollars, and you're like, wow, that's a lot for a phone. It's not a phone. A phone is one thing it does. That's what Steve called it. That's how he snuck it in. I think it's a little bit cynical and naive 
too deceptive to continually keep falling back on this canard of like, who pays that for a phone? Well, A, don't buy it. Fine. But but that phone is more powerful than the computer that you had three years ago, right. probably. And like, let's, let's, you know, if we're going to talk to each other, like gentlemen, let's be honest and say that like, maybe you don't need that. Maybe you don't want that. Maybe you can't or don't want to pay that. That's all totally fine. But it is very cynical to just call that a phone. I pivot here to the watch. Dude, a Series 4 Apple Watch is not a watch. It's a mini, mini computer. And it's increasingly doing stuff that other stuff can't do. So if you're saying like, why don't I spend, why don't I spend $800 on a watch mm-hmm. and I have to replace? And it's like, well, again, let's look at first principles. <laughs> let's go back to where we were. Well, don't. Cause like, I mean, if you buy a, your, your uh, Submariner or whatever, yeah, you'll, you'll use that for, for dozens of years. I'm not, I'm not addressing you here. I'm addressing mm-hmm. the, the people who go, man. Mm. And like, I, I get that, but like, you have so many options for different kinds of things you can do at different price points for different price sensitivity or feature desires. There's so many things that you can do right now. I just feel like we're at a point now where it's a little cynical to just call that a phone and just call this a watch. And, you know, and I almost feel like it's funny how that's kind of turned around where like the Apple watches or the Apple phone, uh, iPhone has always been something that's a little bit of a, you know, a high status, cool thing yeah. to have. But I, I, I guess I just feel like it's, it's. I just remember having an argument at South by Southwest one time with this guy, circa what two thousand nine, two thousand eight, about how he would never buy a Kindle because he can't take it in the bathtub, <laughs> like a book. And we had this big embarrassing <laughs> argument with this guy for like twenty minutes in front of my friends, and I felt like such a dick. And I was like, well, first of all, then don't buy it. But I was also like, well, you could put it in a Ziploc bag, or you could not drop it in. But like, how can you call that a book? It's not a book. It's a miniature computer with all of the books. Right. With every book. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like, I, I guess I feel like it's time to start calling the BS on that when it comes along and say like, well, if you don't want it, that's fine. But like, you're being a little bit, you know, butter wouldn't melt in your mouth if you think that that's a watch. That ain't a watch. It's, it's a phone. It's voice control. It's like all of the things. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. And it is funny though, because you're right. Like when then when you get to like, well, I am a capital W watch guy, dirt 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 dirt, kind of thing. You hear from people like, well, no, because it's not really a watch. It's a it's a miniature computer that fits on your wrist, like Dick Tracy, dude. Mm-hmm. It's real different from like from a Timex or uh, what's called a Glock. What are those ones called? Swatch. It's not a Glock or a Swatch. <laughs> a, gl- a Glock is a semi-automatic pistol. I, with Swiss, they had their own. Uh, they had beats through the day for time. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I sometimes I roll my eyes a little bit at that. Uh, you know, where it's like, well, if you don't need what a miniature computer on your wrist does, then why would you ever buy it? But it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit naive or deliberately naive, cynical uh, to just go like, well, you know, doesn't look as good as my as my as my uh, as Peepaw's like famous Rolex, and it's like, mm, all right, it's because it's not a watch; it's a computer. It is, but what else are they going to call it? They have to, I mean, if, if, you, if you put a thing around your wrist that tells time, and even if it does some other things, I mean, it you've got to call it something. It would be, it it would be way too cute. It would be way too cute at this point to call the phone anything but a phone and to call the watch anything but a watch yeah. because that is the closest form factor that your brain can, grok, can kind of grok from right. what this thing is. So I think that that, that part is totally sensible. I'm failing because it's very early here. I'm failing at other examples of this in life, but most of the stuff in your life, you could say, well, okay, I have a microwave oven. I got a nicer microwave oven. Do I really need an, uh, uh, an Amazon Echo-based microwave oven? Well, probably not. That's coming, but you probably don't need yeah, that. I saw it. I read about that. I'm not sure, but I mean, I don't know much about it, but like, but then there, there are examples where like, I don't know, 
On the other hand, then look at something like a car. Well, you buy a car. And what does a car have? Cars have the absolute crappiest most of them have the crappiest interface for dealing with something that most people consider table stakes today. Like, I don't love Apple Music, uh, the interface for it, but I like the service. I love Spotify. But like, you know, the kinds of things that they're bolting on to your dashboard to be your uh, viewport into the multimedia and online world as often as not like just terrible. So what do you do? You end up plugging in your phone. You end up using your watch because <laughs> it's so much better than that thing that they're presenting to you. It's very early. Oh my God, we're 33 minutes in? 33 minutes in. Well, we have a classic odds and sods episode with lots of sods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why don't you um, tell me about something that you like? I would like to tell you about an awesome sponsor that I don't know. I don't know how things happen. I'm not really involved in the sponsorship stuff anymore of how it happens. I just, but when we get a good one, tell you what, we got a good one. Uh, It's Amazon Prime video that is our that is our first sponsor talking about channels dan talking about channels because Shut your mouth. this yes this is so a lot of people know about amazon prime which is the amazon uh feature that you you can get stuff you pay a monthly fee for it but then you can get stuff delivered to you sometimes the same day sometimes the next day and a lot of the time that doesn't even cost anything to make that happen you can just say get this because you have Amazon Prime. So a lot of people came into the Amazon thing with, with Prime to use for their shipping. But then not long ago, well, I guess it was a while ago, Amazon Prime Video came out, which was a place that you could go uh, to, to watch custom content, movies, TV shows. It's, uh, it's a wonderful service. And now, now they have this thing called Amazon Prime Video Channels. So what this is another Amazon Prime benefit. So if you already have Amazon Prime, you're already set. If you're still thinking, well, what's in it for me? This is a huge thing. So in, in, in addition to the fast shipping that you get, you now have really awesome content through what they call Prime Video Channels. So you can get more than, there's more than 100 premium and specialty channels. These are not made up things. These are, these are real things. Showtime, Stars, HBO, CBS All Access, which is how you get, uh, watch the new Star Trek, uh, Noggin, PBS Kids, PBS Masterpiece, uh, all of these. There's one called BritBox. That's mine. That was gonna, I figured that would be because it probably has the, the British shows that you like. That's the one I signed up for. I'm loving it. I love uh, so many of these. Showtime, this is how I do Showtime and HBO now. And all of the channels, they start with a free trial. You get seven days free of any of the channels that you haven't tried yet. And it's it's so cool. You only pay for the channels that you want. You don't need to have cable. You can cancel any time. You know what I'm saying? Like all of the stuff that you would expect, it's there. And uh, there's this really good, uh, really good new Jim Carrey show that's on Showtime that you should check out. But uh, this is such a cool, cool service. And it all happens through the Prime Video app. And they've got, so you got Fire TV, you got Roku, you got Apple TV, you got smart TVs from uh, Samsung and Vizio and Sony and Panasonic. All of this stuff, it just works. It just works. That's how I did. I signed up on my LG TV app and it worked a treat. I got BritBox. Now I'm watching um, old classic Doctor Who episodes. That's so cool. The QI Game Show, Faulty Towers, Black Adder, The Office. These are all actual things I've actually watched on there, and it's uh, it's pretty great. You watch it on your iPad, your iPhone. I watch it work. You just go to Amazon.com. If I'm sitting there at, and it's lunchtime and I want to watch something, you just go to Amazon.com and you watch it. So it's like it's got, it's got everything. And uh, and I I just think this is a great service and and you it's should a nice example you should go of check the un- unbundling 
that we're seeing where yeah. you're not obligated to sign up for some kind of cable package you don't need. You can just onesie twosie get the stuff you like. And like I say, they have a trial, so you can try it out, see if you like it. Well, they have a special URL. You can you can go to Amazon.com. That's fine. But they made a special URL just for listeners of this show. It's tryprimechannels.com. T-R-Y, tryprimechannels.com slash back to work. That gives you the free trial and, and get in there and check it out. I, I love this sponsor. This is stuff that we actually use and that we nerd about. So go check it out. Try it for yourself. Tryprimechannels.com slash back to work. Go try them for, for seven days and see what you think. Thanks very think. much to Amazon Prime Video Channels. It's channels. Buck, buck. Um, two quick things. One thing related to Amazon, actually. Yeah. Um, first of all, I have to mention... Uh, that uh, I just want to remind people that the Ungainly X oh it's coming up it's coming up meetup number twenty four wow. is happening on Thursday September twenty seventh so so the Thursday of the next week after this uh, I can't believe released. you've been doing this for twenty four years twenty four years yeah whether we whether we need it or not uh, so yeah you can come out to Two Cats Comics three twenty West Portal Avenue San Francisco it's muni accessible and uh, <laughs> we'll hang out and you can look at comics or not. And uh, and uh, just come out and hang out. It's it's a really good comic store, and nice people come. That's all I want to say about that. Do you see the trailer for uh, Captain Marvel? No, I refuse. Oh, you're not you're not going to watch it. Well, I'm, I'm going to try Full Media Blackout. I don't know if it'll work, but I'm trying. I heard it's really good. The so trailer is great. I'll, I'll, trailer. For for people like me who don't care about Media Blackout, um, <clears throat> I have put it into the show notes. Marvel cool. Studios Captain Marvel official trailer. It looks awesome. That's all I'll tell you. In the you. 90s, right? It takes place in the 90s, and, um, and uh, Blockbuster is featured Didn't prominently. Didn't I tell you not to do that? <laughs> what? Didn't I, tell you, didn't I just tell you not to do that? To talk about Blockbuster? Okay, then. <laughs> it's, it, that's all I'm going to say. All right, all right. Uh, see, I already know too much. Now I'm ruined. I might as well go watch it. Yeah, don't. don't yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I, I like that actress. I like that title. Um, what has she been in before? Because she's familiar to me, but I can't, I can't place it. Uh, she was in uh, Scott Pilgrim. She played Andy Adams. Yeah, Black I sheep, seen that. Come home, Black Sheep. Come home. She's also in the movie uh, Room. Uh, she's in. She's been in a fair number of things. Let's look up Brie Larson. Room was her. Uh, was like one of her big like. Um, oh, she's in. She's in Kong Skull Island. I think it's Room that I saw her from. Mm-hmm. That, that Scott Pilgrim's from. a very very good movie. Um. What else? I can't. I can't wait to that. see this. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. I don't know most of these movies. Huh, huh, huh. Danny DeVito, Housebroken. Huh. <laughs> He's I've heard of that. <laughs> from Taxi, the guy from Taxi. Mm-hmm. I have. I have been showing my son. Okay, I, I have a little. A little fob. Two things, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the odds fir- odds. It's fine. I have been. So my, my son and I, originally it was my son and my daughter. She would last maybe 10 minutes and then she'd whisper to me, I'm going to go get a drink of water. And she'd never come back. But hmm. I've been showing them uh, Star Trek, starting with the original series all the way up. And now we're into almost done with season two of The Next Generation. So we've been watching them. And uh, my son loves these. And I've been really enjoying rewatching them. And I think I mentioned it before, and we talked about how Max has the um, the like guide to. Well, we're not doing that. We're watching them all, all mm-hmm. in in order. And but 
you know, I thought sometimes, even though you're, you know, we're really having a lot of fun, I thought sometimes you want to mix things up and, and spice it up a little bit, switch things up a little bit. Yeah. So I previewed, I, you will not approve, so you can, that's fine. Uh, but I previewed the Chris Nolan Batman movies. I watched them while I was doing uh, my morning because I wrote. Wait, what is it? I morning. won't approve about that. Because you're going to say that an 11 year old should almost 11 year old shouldn't see PG 13, Dan. You can't show your kids R rated movies. You have to be careful about the R rated movies. So you appro- you approve it? Well, I wa- I previewed them all three of them. My my daughter loves Inception. Okay. Well, yeah. I we just started watching the first of these three movies, and he is like locked into it i was very happy so you started with raz al ghul you started with the yes first one? of course mm-hmm. and uh and what what great movies and they still hold up so well and they're great they're still really great i'm still surprised at how different the third movie feels from the first two. Oh, surely that is true i'm yes. not sure why i can't quite put my finger I don't on know it if but the part the parts don't really hang together but it's it's got good parts I, I so anyway. I'm, I think uh, Bane's great. Bane is great. Yeah. What a surprise! What a surprise! That ending still surprised me. I'd forgotten it. That's a good. That's a good uh, twist. I, I like Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been trying to inculcate my daughter into the world of Christopher Nolan a little at a time. How's that? With what? Uh, the ones we've watched are we watched Inception. We watched Murph. Um, what's that called? Interstellar. Yes. Uh, you I just call, call it Murph. Murph. <laughs> Uh, which, yeah. which was a little bit of a slog, but like she really liked the end a lot, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, trying to I, the Prestige is one of my favorites, mm-hmm. definitely one of my all time favorites of his, but it's a little sad to show a kid. Probably it's got a lot of sad in it. Yeah. Well, the um, the bird dies. They kill a bird. Yeah. In the spoilers. And they they really killed it in real life. Is that right? I want he it went to there. be true. I don't know if it's true. He went there, Christopher Nolan. You know what's good is Christopher Nolan's soundtracks, the guy who does his soundtracks, mm-hmm. what's his name? Is it Max Zimmer? What's the guy who makes his soundtracks? Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Anyway, uh, that's good stuff to listen to on the uh, Spotify. Mm. Soundtracks can be real good to listen to. Upl- uplifting, motivating, sometimes not. So you've watched all three. I watched all three personally. He's, he's, we're in the first one watching it together. I still like The Dark Knight a lot. Comma. But it's not quite as jaw-droppingly great as I remember, mm-hmm. but I do still enjoy it, that, which sounds like faint praise. But like at the time, it was, you know, it was such a, a revelation to have a movie like that. And just the, the – it's really kind of three movies. It's such a big movie and so much happens in it. And, you know, uh, Heath Ledger is so good in it. Yeah, and, he's so good in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, but it's, you know, I mean, it's not as tight as a Die Hard, but it's still good. It is. It is a really big movie. There's. uh, There's. There's. You're like halfway through the movie. You're like, there's still a whole another movie. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that opening's amazing. I love that opening with the school buses. Yeah. Yeah. I approve. No, I approve. I I, I, I try to be careful with the R-rated stuff because that can be a little dicey. Luckily, with Die Hard, it's mostly cursing and violence, which should be fine for most kids. You want to make them uh, immune to the cursing. Well, you have to. You know, it's. I grew up. And whenever my family would uh, have a, you know, a family dinner with like the grandparents or whatever, they would pour me a little bit of the red wine. It started with Manischewitz. And then when I was older, it just became whatever red wine they were having. They'd pour it in a little, a little, uh, you know, like um, sherry glass type thing. So I was, you know, was much older. I was having a half a glass and a regular glass. And eventually I was 
graduated to just a regular glass of wine. I rarely had more than that. And mm-hmm. it was no big deal to me. It was just not a big thing. It's like, it's a family dinner and this is what you mm-hmm. have. This is what you do with the family dinner. And, uh, and, and so like for me, al- the whole alcohol thing was, I was like, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I think that's what you do with cursing too. You hear, you, you curse around your kids all the time. You curse constantly. Every third word yes. is, is the F word. Yes. And, uh, and then you say to them, you can't use the F word. You can't word. use that's it. An, that's an inside word. That's just for me. Never F and use it. Yeah. And so that we do that with meth. Um, we're just at dinner, just yeah. a small, just a small little, just bit. A little, we'll just little bit. bit of meth. Cause I, I if you're going to do it, I want you to do it at home. Yeah. In under supervision. It's fine. Right. Everything or, or in moderation. Uh, yes. Heraclitus. What? <laughs> yeah, I want to mention something, uh, totally random, but sometimes you can do a little bit of good in the world with a very small thing. Um, this is in show notes. Um, some of you may be aware that, um, if you're a user of Amazon, which I certainly am, uh, there's a, a thing that Amazon does called Amazon Smile. Were you aware of this? If you go to smile.amazon.com. Smile.amazon.com. So if you follow the link in show notes, uh, it will take you to an explanation of what oh, this thing is. that's cool. Yeah, so what this thing is, is, um, is you go to smile.amazon.com and you have the ability to select a charitable organization where you would like half of a percent of every purchase you make to go to that. And I do it for my kid's school. Um, but I think this is kind of a neat idea, and it's one of those things where, like, you don't have to do much different in the world, but you could do something good for for somebody in the world with your your rampant consumerism. Um, so, I mean, setting aside that we're all terrible people for killing the environment and being capitalists, mm-hmm. it's, it's way, especially like around the holidays and stuff. Uh, you could probably actually end up, you know, maybe maybe get, you know, who knows, uh, twenty bucks goes to to your kid's school or whatever. Uh, but you go in, and you select that for yourself. And if you forget and you go to the, you know, Amazon.com's top site, it'll remind you occasionally, hey, did you mean to be over here at smile.amazon.com? I just thought I'd mention that to people because the schools could really use it. There's somebody who could use that, uh, that little bit of money. I like that. I did not know about this. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't cost anything extra. So, um, I can tell that you linked to this YouTube video with two notifications that you haven't looked at yet. Oh, yeah? This is such... Yeah, this is a terrible piece of UI. I never, ever, ever want a notification from YouTube. But I get the notifications from YouTube. Fine, I could ignore them. But you know what happens? If you don't look at your notifications, it starts... Oh, that little two? Yeah, that means you had two notifications, and now that's in the URL. Now that's in your permalink. So stupid. It's so stupid. It. Why would you put that in the what URL that's captured? notifying me of anything on what is... I don't want to know. Oh, guess what? You know, uh, Chunky Lover 69 <laughs> is following you. Thank you. YouTube. Let me clear my calendar. Has a note. Idiots. Has note. Yeah, look at that. There's a little bell and it, there's bell, a little fam. two next Ring to it. Ring that bell. And I clicked it and here's what it yeah. says. As soon as I clicked it, your notifications live here. It's got a gray bell in the center. Subscribe to your favorite channels to get notified, but there's no notifications in it. It was just the... <laughs> Now that I've clicked on it, the two is meta gone. notification. That's and, lousy. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, and if you watch a lot of those dumb YouTube videos where people talk too much, uh, that's, you know, say, hey, please remember to like and subscribe and check it out. We got new content every day. Beedly, beedly, bee. Ding that bell, fam. Slam that heart. Because, like, that's part of the metric of, like, how they get successful is yeah. how many bells get dinged. Yeah. You're killing me. 
Uh, other odds and sods. We got a ton of sods. Um, do you want me to run through some of the things and you can pick out what you like? Yeah. Do you want me to do a uh, second sponsor before Yes, that? please. What do I, you like? I would like to tell you, guess who's back? It's FreshBooks. FreshBooks. Love FreshBooks. Use FreshBooks for everything. I, I was just thinking the other day uh, in, a, in, a, in a previous iteration of, of my business, I used to have like a bookkeeper person who would come in and she would like, I would show her invoices and things like that. And she'd say, oh, you don't want to do it this way. And she like would, would like change the way I was doing everything. And it was super, super frustrating because I never knew what invoices have I sent? You know, what, what has been seen by the customer? Have they paid it? Are they going to pay it? You know, did it make it there? Uh, and there was no easy way for me to tally up and see w- what's owed to me this month. What what have I failed to collect on? What's late? What's overdue? Like none of these things were there in part of this system. And then I found FreshBooks, and this is this is way before they were a sponsor. And I started using FreshBooks myself, so I no longer had to pay someone to do this work. I was able to do it myself. And now I had all of this other really, really great information right there at my fingertips. I could look and say, okay, I want to generate an invoice. It takes, what, 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds maybe to generate an invoice. And then I can see what goes on with that invoice. FreshBooks sends it. And when they get the email, they click the link and they see the invoice that that I customized. I made look the way that I wanted it to look with my logo and everything else on it. But I could see when they saw it, it would say the, the, the customer saw it and opened it at this time. And if you send <laughs> it's it, it's so scary when you see this, this, this invoice has been viewed six times. Right. You're like, what? like, why do you keep looking at it? Just pay it, pay already. it already. Make it go away. But isn't it cool that you can see that? Yes. And if you send it to multiple people, it'll show you the different people that looked at it. Uh, I mean, they are, allow you to take online payments. We had somebody recently who said, well, you know, I'm I'm in a different country and I can't just send you a check. Can I pay online? The answer with FreshBooks is yes, you can. Um, you know, you can you can take pictures of your receipts when you uh, when you go out there in the world and you're sitting at a restaurant and it's a business lunch. You take a picture of the receipt. You go and buy something for the business. You buy some paper for your copy machine. You can take a picture of the invoice. It goes right up into the app. They have got the iOS app, an Android app, like everything. They've got this awesome notification center. It's like your personal assistant. It shows you what's changed in your business since the last time that you logged in and like what's important, what needs to be dealt with you pronto, it is, like it's in, overdue it's, it's invoices. It's business intelligence. It's insight. It's, right. it's stuff that you would not be able to do on your own, whether that's finding out if somebody has looked at your invoice or whether that's learning like what the, you know, what is accrued in terms of like stuff that's being unpaid. And you see patterns that you would not see without an app this great. That's right. And if you need help, they've got great support. You call them and a a live human being answers usually within three rings or less. Uh, But it's all there. And I love one of my favorite features is just the late payment reminders. You can set it up so that if, if you haven't received payment for an invoice that you've sent out after X number of days, it will automatically send a reminder out to the customer that's like, hey, we haven't gotten paid. Go check it out. Um, I love this. Can I mention something with respect? Yeah. You know, I love you, but I think you sometimes leave out one of the most important parts of this. Have I, have I made an error? You have not made an error. You've made an, uh, a slight but, functional oversight. Oh, my God. Okay. You got invoices. Is that what this company is? This is a company where you just send out pieces of paper? Is that what it is? Well, no. Because guess what? What? They have payment gateways. They do? I think this is worth double mentioning 
Because if you are working with someone who legitimately wants to pay you money for a service, Mm -hmm. there's no friction to this. Mm -hmm. You can hook it up with a variety of different ways of saying, like, you send this to an honest person, they receive the invoice, they click a button, and they pay you right there, right? I think that's so important because when we think of invoicing, I think of like Microsoft Word and getting a template that I like with my logo in it, beep a doop 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 and then sitting on it and waiting eight months while they do whatever they're doing with it. In this case, you're going to see if they got it. You're going to see if they looked at it. And if they want to, in good heart, pay the invoice, they can literally click a button and that money goes to you. Love it. Don't you think? I think it's important. Thank you One for mentioning that. One of the most important that. parts of getting paid is receiving the money. <laughs> getting the actual money into, into your account. You're good at taking the reservation, but you're not good at holding the reservation. And that's really the important part of the reservation. <laughs> well, if you would like to go and try FreshBooks, it's at freshbooks.com slash back to work. That Just visiting that URL, just visiting it helps the mm-hmm. show. It supports the show. But once you're there, you sign up, you get an unrestricted 30-day free trial. No credit card required. You don't have to worry about anything. You get to use the whole system unlimited features for 30 days when you're ready to sign up there's a little place where it says um uh where did you hear about us you just put back to work in there back to work one word and that'll give us credit for referring you and we really do hope that you check it out again the indispensable service for me today i have no idea what i would do without this it really does make a difference so go check it out freshbooks.com slash back to work pew 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 I'm going to read you some words right. from a bulleted list. You can tell me. Um, succession, calendar app, soundbar suggestions, eggs, series shortcuts, Nintendo Online. Mm-hmm. Succession, calendar app, soundbar suggestions, eggs, series shortcuts, mm-hmm. Nintendo Online. Show of hands in the audience. What do you want to hear about? <laughs> Five, six, what, seven, well, how many? You- what about succession there? What do you, what do you have there? You know, I, it was one of my backups. It's not super important, but uh, I, it's a show that I heard lots of people recommending on HBO. I recommended I watched, it to you, right? Is that you? Which I, one are you? I'm one of them. I watched it all the way through, and I thought it was good. How about that Kendall, huh? Yeah, Kendall's great. You know, can, can I ruin the show for, for the next person that watches it? Yeah. It's not a spoiler, but I'm going to ruin the show for you. You yeah. ready? Yeah. Every time that Shiv begins a sentence with the word, yeah. You, yeah. You like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh almost every sense out of her mouth by the fourth episode i was losing my mind it's a tick i think of this particular wonderful actress i didn't notice that oh you'll notice it buddy yeah but it's a very good show man how much do you love kieran culkin isn't he great Uh, he is really great and one thing i was reading it i was reading an article i gotta try and find it again if it's worth it but they were talking about how he does he never sits normally that's he, true. He's always he's, like draped over yeah, something he's or his draped back's hurting over or he's hurting. That's true. <laughs> or he's That's sitting so on, on a surface that, uh, that do- isn't intended for sitting on. He's always like lounging around. Yeah. Like he's like Loki kind of. He's a little bit Loki <laughs> yeah. of the show. Yeah. Now, if you like Kieran Culkin, have you, have you, let me, on, let, 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 let me honest to you. Let me honest to you. Yeah, I found, I found the link. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Why isn't anyone talking about Roman's quirky sits on succession? It is in the, an article in the Vulture that is now in our show notes. Oh, the Vulture does good content. They had good content on um, another show we like as well, Sharp Objects. Mm. Have you, I'm a, let, me, let me honest to you. Have you never seen Scott Pilgrim? No, I have never seen it. I don't like to do this. I don't like to give you homework. This is not homework. I think you should check out Scott Pilgrim. All right. 
Okay. Is it a Netflix or do I need to to buy it on uh, iTunes or something? I don't know. You can go to the website Just Watch. Oh, yeah. And enter it in. And shame on them for not sponsoring the show. We watch it fairly regularly. Um, you can stream it on Netflix. All right. That's the right answer. Yeah. Pay lots of attention to it. It's a good show. Uh, okay. Kieran Culkin is in that. Um, and he's good. Uh, this so article has a take- shot of him sitting just on a coffee table. Uh-huh. <laughs> sitting on the ground. I, th- I do think of him like lounged over the arms of a chair. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's in every scene and I'm not, I know, ne- like, why? Yeah, you know, it's like now you say it instantly. I know <laughs> you exactly what you're You can't about. not see it now. But Greg and Tom and like, oh my God, I love the casting on that show. Yes. Kendall, boy, Kendall. Oh my God. Are they guaranteed for a season two? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Jesus, they better. Criminy Pete. whole time I was like, don't do it. Don't do it, Kendall. What are you doing? Kendall. Kendall, have you never seen a TV show or movie? Don't do it. Anyway, um, Succession crossed off the list. Uh, what do we got left time-wise? Oh, okay. So let's, let's knock up a quick one. What's Nintendo Online and why are you excited about it? Well, I, I wouldn't... Is this something we talked about a while ago that's now happening? I think so. I'm, I wouldn't I say so. that I'm excited about it um, because, well, I think it's both good and bad. I... So up until now, the, it has been free to play all the online games on the Nintendo Switch. A good example of one of the games I love to play online is uh, Splatoon 2. F- fantastic game that every single Wait, day... you just play that for free? You've been able to play all the games online on uh, for free for the last... I guess it's been more than a year. When when did the Switch even come out? Oh, 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 by, by vert- <laughs> what? Don't you, don't you got to buy it? We got to buy the game, but then to play the multiplayer is free. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And they're, they're, most of the game consoles that are out there, PlayStation, Xbox uh, in, in particular, have a for-pay online service. So if you want to play... Yeah, PlayStation's got something like that. Yeah, yeah. if you want to play the game online with other people, you, you subscribe to their service. So Nintendo had always planned to have one, and, and they waited, I guess, about a year oh, or so to yes, launch Yes, I'm it. sorry. Yes, John Syracuse has talked about this. And there's like a backup component to it? It like does stuff for it, you? It does. It has what's called cloud saves, which means That's that your, your save games, it, you know, if you've spent 200 hours playing Zelda Breath of the Wild and, um, and you, something terrible happens. <laughs> My daughter did that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, something happens terrible to your Switch. That's lost. Well, now you get cloud saves and things like that. So today, September 18th, uh, this thing goes live and you can get uh, there's there's different levels of memberships based on it. Actually, I take that back. Not different levels. There's different prices for memberships. It's three ninety nine a month. Uh, but you can if you get it for a year, it's nineteen ninety nine. So you save almost 30 bucks and then you can get a family membership that has up to eight Nintendo account holders for thirty four ninety nine. So for less than the price of uh, of two separate accounts, you get eight. And then there's a free trial. But this is a big deal kind of because for a while, and you know, this is the weird thing. It's been free. And it's, it seems to me that it's hard to say, well, this thing that you paid nothing for until now, now you have to pay for. And yeah, like 20 bucks a year for an individual person. That's, that's not a lot of money, but it's still $20 more than you were paying uh, for stuff so that you've confused. already so, done. The, have the cloud backups always existed nope, too? Nope, they never existed. Um, okay. And another thing that you get with uh, with this is you get 
a whole bunch of games that are from like our childhood. You get, um, let me see how many they're giving you. They're NES games that they have ported to the Switch and that you are able to now play and that you can many or most or all are online that you can play with, a, or not online, that you can play with a friend. So they've got Super Mario Brothers 3, they've got Yoshi, Double Dragon, Ice Climber, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers. Oh, neat. Um, Ghosts and Goblins, Legends of, Legends of Zelda, uh, Super Mario Brothers, all these games that are there. And then each month they're coming out with other games. So like in November, they'll have Metroid and they'll have in December, they'll have uh, Ninja Gaiden. So all these games that are, are coming out that are then multiplayer, two player games. So these are all just included um, with with this thing, as well as the cloud saves, as well as the games that used to be free to play online. You now have to pay to play them online and that's, but I think it's kind of interesting in, in concept because, like, for me, it's a no-brainer. I'll be paying 30-some yeah. dollars a year to get this for me and my and my kid. Um, plural kids both play it. And so that's not – that's, like, a not thing. But I think there's a lot of people who are really upset about it. And I wonder if Nintendo had come out and said, we're going to be launching this in three months – uh, you get, you know, your first month is free or your, these first three months will be free, but then you have to pay. I just think the concept of, of charging for something that was free, that's a, a hurdle for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong about that, but it, this is a big thing. The cloud saves are a big thing. I'm happy to pay for it because, uh, maybe I'm dumb, but I feel like this is a really valuable service and I want it to be reliable and I want it to be. Uh, here to stay and i want cloud saves and you know i i'm okay to pay for that maybe it's weird maybe it's because i run a software as a service company but like i'm okay paying for that i use it i'm okay paying for it yeah i feel completely out of my depth to have any opinion on this except that well there are people who don't like paying money for things who won't pay money for things right and there are people who don't mind paying money for things if it's valuable and they will pay money for things and you could lose a lot of hair and sanity trying to chase the people who don't want to pay money for things. Yeah. I don't know. Um, also, so it's not available yet, it looks like. It, it comes out today, today. and that, in, that is coming to us in the form of the, I believe it's a firmware 6.0 software update that will come to the phone. And when it, um, when it at phone. What am I talking to about? To the Switch. Because I'm thinking about the software update yesterday that came to the yeah, phone. This, phone. This will come to the Switch automatically, and uh, and you will just you will install it, and then to play online, I guess, but you get a free trial for seven days, but after that, you've got to pay. Got to pay. Got to pay. Uh, interesting. Have you played Spider-Man yet? On? PS4? No. No. Is it is it good to play? Is it worth me looking at? Yes. Yeah, really good. It's pretty good. I think you might like it. I think you might like it. My uh, daughter really likes it. Yeah. I only got to play it for like a second because she, yeah, snatched it away from you. Yes, like all the video games. I don't get the video games anymore. They're all hers. Quite an environment I've created. Uh, people are loving it. <clears throat> Keep my kid away from the Fortnite. Woo, that sounds addictive. Yeah, don't Woo. don't do that. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do. We don't have time. Why don't we save? Can I? Okay, so um, hang on. I'm calling an audible here. I like the very much like the idea of talking about iOS 12's improvements to Siri, Siri shortcuts, etc. 
It's this just iOS 12 officially came out yesterday as we record this. Can I suggest we make that a topic? Yes. For next week's episode. Sure. And then we could, uh, and that'll give us both time to play more with it. I can tell you what I've done so far. My, my, my super fast impression, I've been on the beta for a couple months now, probably, um, is that like there's, it's, the main thing that it reminds me of is how much I can do already with voice that I don't do. Mm. Where I'll think like, oh, I wonder if I could say that. And it's like, well, you can already say that, dingus. <laughs> like, you can say like, you know, open OmniFocus. Like, you can say that to your phone and right. it'll open up. And so it is, it's kind of funny. Like the, if you go into settings and you go into Siri and then like you see it suggestions for you, some of them are comical. Like if I go in right now, I will, for example, see a suggestion like, uh, do you want to create a Siri shortcut to say to Dan, uh, uh, yeah, I got something on that too. Well, no, I don't really need that to be something that's a shortcut. But then on other things, like in my, the, the app that I use for, um, using Muni and seeing like when trains are arriving, you could say like, you know, commute home or, you know, go to West portal Mm -hmm. or, and it'll, and it'll automatically pull that up. Drafts has a bunch of new stuff. So I could say to draft, I could say, uh, view today or open today. Mm -hmm. And that will just go open up my uh, task paper file with my today tasks in it. So anyway, I, I suggest, I do want to talk about this. I would like both of us to have more time to officially play with it. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, I love it. Let's uh, capture that, as you said. Which leads us uh, to very exciting options for uh, the rest of our program. Did did you want to, you could talk about soundbar suggestions and eggs, or you could tell me about something you like. I will tell you about something I like. It's Squarespace. Squarespace. Turn your cool idea into a new website. It lets you showcase your work. You can blog. You can publish your content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or online business. You can announce an event that's upcoming. Merlin, you could use this to host a podcast. You could use it to upload what? your your album if you're a musician. You can do pretty when much... When you say host a podcast, you're yes. saying you could do it right on the Squarespace. Right on Squarespace. It's true. And they've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They've got, like I said, the built-in e-commerce. So you have something you want to sell anything you want to sell electronic products physical goods it even helps you figure out how much these things weigh so if somebody says oh i want a mug and a t-shirt no i want three mugs a t-shirt and two stickers it'll that, tell that you right there is is mind-blowing yeah, to me. that and it, sounds like some crazy algebra to be able to figure out how they out. do it they figure out the box you need they tell you the shipping with the <laughs> services you plugged into but there's a lot of people who just use it to promote their business maybe they have an ios app that they want to make a website for this has that maybe you're opening up a restaurant they have a, a, a templates, I would say a half dozen templates that work really well for restaurant sites. And it's amazing how much customization you can do, not just by uploading your own images and things like that. Uh, and by the way, if you need images, they are tied in with really great image houses. They help you do logos. I mean, you name it, you can do it with Squarespace. The days of sitting down saying, I got to make my own website. How am I going to do it? I'll pay somebody thousands of dollars. Those are history. You don't hmm. need to do that anymore. Here's what you do. You go well, it's to a good sp- thing we got out of that business when we did. I I know. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Poof. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. It's your show. That will get you a free trial. And when you're ready to and support the show, and when you're ready to launch, use the promo code It's Your Show and you'll save ten percent off your first purchase of a website. Now, did I mention you can also get domain names there? They have over two hundred extensions to choose from. You can go there and buy a domain name. You can get it when you're signing up for your website. You can just go there just to get a domain. Why not try mm. it out the next time you want a domain? Because you're going to get ten percent off with that code. It's your show. So we appreciate the ongoing support of Squarespace. Squarespace.com/slash It's 
your show. Go check them out. Thanks, Squarespace. Buck, buck. There are so many commands in Google um, Sheets that I don't, I don't even know what they mean. Like what? Uh, I was just exploring Pearson, the Pearson R, uh, the Pearson product moment correlation coefficient of a data set, looking at stuff like that, and that's taking me even deeper into all this stuff. You can get the, you can get the geometric mean of a data set. Google, Google Sheets is a very, very powerful application. And I don't understand. I mean, I think, I think I'm probably a, a pretty above average Google Sheets user. I mean, I know lots of stuff about ranges and how to, you know, do stuff, but like, it's so amazing to me that that's a free app. It's so, I mean, do you use it much? No, I, now I, now I feel like I should be using it more. <clears throat> so you don't do, you don't use Sheets and Docs for much? N- not me personally. I um, do. Whew. But this I, is the only I, show where I, well, I mean, for, for reconcilable differences and do by Friday, we do all of our show notes in Google Docs uh, for all of my business kind of stuff. I use Google Google Sheets, and just for like any time I want to just like m- model is a strong word. I use like, Docs. Out, fig- I just don't. I'm not a big Sheets user. Man, it's pretty neat. There's a lot of neat stuff. I need to learn more about math. You know. Yeah. But enough of this wallowing in hypocrisy. Let's talk about your need. You want to talk about eggs or sound bars? Uh, how do I how do I choose? Dan is currently looking for suggestions for which soundbar he should uh, consider purchasing. So uh, tell us what your parameters are. What are you What are you looking for in a soundbar? I have a um, one of these new newer TVs that's very flat and it's um, the 4K deal. The whole thing. We talked about mm-hmm. this before. Yeah. And as with all modern TVs that are flat, the speakers are total garbage. Hmm. Like, I mean, they're just, they're crap. So I want something that I, here's what I don't need. I don't need some massive multimedia 3D sound home theater experience. You don't need like an Atmos where you've got speakers hanging from the ceiling. I I will not be attaching any speakers anywhere to any walls or anything. I want something that I can stick under the TV or in front of the TV. I don't want a subwoofer. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. I just want a one piece thing that I can drop in and that it's going to take whatever the sound is that sucks coming out of the TV speakers itself and make it sound good again. It doesn't yeah. need to be exceptionally loud. I just want to be able to hear things correctly. And, uh, and, and, and that's really it. I mean, I, I don't, I've been looking at the, because now I'm like a Sonos nerd after getting the, so you're partly Sonos. in, are you, that, that was my big question is how far in are you, I mean, you like your Sonos O-N-E? I like it. Uh, and okay. I, I, be it's in, a no brainer. You should get a beam. Well, that's, that's what I've been thinking about there. Um, you know, the reviews that I read of them are very, very good. Wirecutter, who I sometimes agree with, loves them also. And Ooh, recommends I increasingly them. don't, I disagree with Wirecutter so often. That's why I said. I sometimes agree it's with maddening them. how, like, I don't know where they're going, but like. I'm sorry, I took you off your thing. No, no. We've gotten some, we've gotten personally in our household, gotten some dumb advice from them lately. My wife bought the wire cutter suggested commuter cup, which is made by those, you know, that rice machine, Zobushuri or whatever? Zobushuri. Yeah, we've got those. That's what we have. And uh, so she bought this really nice Japanese uh, commuter cup. Mm -hmm. And it's commuter cup, right? It says right on it's a commuter cup Mm -hmm. for coffee. Mm -hmm. But but, but you know what the sticker on the side says? What? Uh, Don't try to drink this while you're driving a car. Oh, really? That's a, that's where our cutter pick. 
what are you considering besides the beam at this point? Because the beam sounds like a real. I think it's. I, I, <clears throat> go ahead. I, I like. I, I got a beam, but it's frustrating to me because the Sonos system is frustrating to me. And right now it's currently disconnected, but the actually what it does is quite good and it's very flexible. And just making sure that it works with your TV the way you expect, with your remote the way you want is important. But uh, but it's it's a good device for the price. Yeah, I'm thinking about that one. The only other one there there are some other ones that I've read about on other sites like Wirecutter and, and other places that recommend that it's just like a straight up they're like, Well, if you don't need X, Y, and Z, you might be fine with just this budget soundbar for $400. And I'm like, well, $400 is a budget one. Then, you know, they're going to be... That's a classic example of like spend a surprisingly large amount of money for something that's not the best. Right. <laughs> so I'm not, you know, but I'd love yeah. to hear if, if people... I'm definitely leaning toward the Sonos one. And if, if anyone has any thoughts on that, uh, I would love to get an email... Uh, you can go Does to email f- your preferred uh, avenue for that. Yeah, I would prefer that. You don't have to bother Merlin with it unless he, you're no, no. interested. Don't do that. Don't bother me with it. But no. go to five by five TV slash contact and at the top. There's a link that says send down an email. That's the best way to do it. And uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Do you have any other parameters you want to give? Because you know you're going to get all the well actually is and this and that. I mean, no, your, I'll read basic bottom line is you want to plug and play, easy to use and configure. Soundbar that will improve the sound of your TV, but it doesn't need to be like the gold standard in quality, but it also shouldn't be too crappy. Right. And keep the, the, the main parameters are I don't want any other peripherals. I don't want a subwoofer sitting there. I don't want any of that crap. And Is it fair to say you also don't want somebody trying to persuade you that you need a subwoofer? Yeah, I'll just delete that email if they want to do that. that that's Will you ban them from listening to the program if they do that? I wish I could if they can include okay. if you're – how about this? There is a way through Nginx configurations that I can yeah. I can ban IP addresses. So yeah, give us your range. Give us your range of where you might be in any Starbucks that you go to, and then Dan will literally ban you I'll from just the ban show it. if so, you talk about subwoofers. Yeah, so if you inc- include in your email about subwoofers the IP addresses that you use so I can ban uh, you from okay. listening to the show. Thanks in advance. Uh, but I don't. I, I understand. My understanding is now: Does the audio come out? So if I'm using the Apple TV, do I plug the audio coming out of the Apple TV into the soundbar, or does it hijack the 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 HDMI signal in some way, or do I use that thing where one of the HDMI ports on your TV can actually be an output for sound, yeah. and then and then yeah. takes that? That's important to me. The least amount of crap and BS I have to deal with to make I, that work. The I I'm gonna re double my efforts to learn to love this thing, but the speakers on my LG TV are not that bad. Yeah. And I had to kind of weigh this, and please, I'm literally begging you, I don't want an answer to this. Don't email me. I just want to complain. Please. And don't even say, don't do the thing where you write to me, and then you say, like, I know you said not to write to you. No, just don't. Um, the, the the speakers on my LG TV are fine. They really are fine. Um, but I, th- I thought I'd try this because I was feeling like I might want to dip deep into the uh, Sonos family. I'm increasingly feeling like I definitely don't want to do that. But I might put it back. My problem was that there are various ways you can f- configure this using HDMI, a uh, optical cable. You can even use just Bluetooth. But in every instance, it still didn't really want to play well with the volume. Uh, volume. What do you call it? adjustment on any of my other remotes really it worked fine mostly with the lg remote but you get a different indicator for it this is a very long story and not that interesting long story short it it's not it's not great enough in several ways to take up that amount of space to change the experience i'll probably come back to it at some point because it does sound good 
But it was a slightly noble experiment in thinking how far into Sonos do I want to go. This, it's just Sonos is just is to my, for my household is very frustrating. It, the, the using the app is frustrating. Configuring it is frustrating. The limited stuff that uh, that um, Amazon Echo can do on the Sonos, there's just there's all kinds of like seventy six percent solutions right. that Sonos provides that, that doesn't cover the last mile for like freaking anything I want to do. Mm. Which it's just it's just close enough to working that it makes you feel like you're losing your mind. Well, that's not good. But if you like the Sonos and you're into that, and you're not like all in on you know another system. You know, this is going to be like I don't know. I feel like Marco or Mike Hurley or something where this is just going to be this thing where like between voices and the device voice control and the devices that run them, I'm like, I'm going to always be like wanting more mm-hmm. for a long time. So yeah. I'm not the right person to ask. I thought this thing was fairly easy to set up if it works well with your TV and it does sound good. It sounds swell. And if you ever decide to, you could also, for example, pick up, I know you don't want this. I'm sorry. I'm emailing you about this. You could pick up a couple old like Sonos numeral ones. Mm-hmm. Instead of ONEs. ONEs, right. Nice branding. And those could be little satellites <laughs> to give you surround sound. Yeah, I mean... If you want that, I don't want that. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need that. We tried to watch no. Interstellar like that, and she made me turn it off. It was too loud and scary. Murph! Uh, please email Dan and only Dan <laughs> yes. your suggestions for a soundbar that does not involve anything else. You do not want an Atmos. When I told my wife about the idea of an Atmos system, ho, oh, that did not go over well. Mm. Atmos is cool, but like I don't want speakers hanging from the ceiling. No, that's, that's a that's a bachelor type uh, situation. I had a house uh, in Florida, my last Florida house in Oviedo, where uh, there's one guy in there, Oviedo, Oviedo, um, where it it the house came with speakers in the ceiling, hot uh, of of the of one of the rooms, but. My understanding is like ceiling speakers are fine for music if you just want to project the music down. But for like surround sound stuff, you kind of want them jutting out of the wall, pointing, pointing at you at your face in certain ways. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the apex of this is probably owning something I've read about called a video game chair. Yes. I think if you own something called a video game chair, you're really on another level. But this is pretty close. (laughs) This is pretty close. (laughs) Honey, where'd you want to put your video game chair? Yeah. Oh, I just figured it would be right there in front of my TV. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to pack and leave. <laughs> right. And you Have can fun with uh, get engaged to your video game chair because right. you love it so much. That's right. I really regret this decision. Goodbye. <laughs> That's Next right. week, we will talk about uh, iOS 12 and Siri shortcuts. we got some time to play with it, look at some stuff, play with the shortcuts app maybe a little bit. But, you know, Dan, for you, for an easy, I know this is not your favorite thing in the world to spend time on. I would say, you know, you know how to go into settings and go to Siri and just see what it suggests. You might yeah. just want to look at what recently updated apps um, do things you might want to do. And I'm okay. curious to hear your reaction to it. I'll do that then. Well, we did another one. We did it nice and early too. Yeah. How'd that go for you? Good. Good. Good, actually. I, I, do you want to try it again next week? Yep. Woo! Look at us go. Done. All right. Well, you know, uh, this very early hour, let's uh, button it up. All righty. Okay. I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.